I'm not sure in the next uh, years what uh, Odysseus will, will have to say because uh, <laughs> hopefully it will be uh, on, on the right track. Uh, distinguished guests, ladies and gentlemen, thank you very much for um, being here. I'm honored to be here at the Capital Link Forum, the forum that brings together leaders and experts uh, across to share thoughts and insights on the latest investment opportunities in Greece, including the very promising tourism industry, and of course, the strategies for the future. In a challenging global environment, after 10 years of economic crisis, tourism was one of the pillars that managed to soften the blow of the economic impact caused by those difficult years. It is Greece's champion sector, a heavyweight exporter, and one of the few industries in Greece that managed to continue growing throughout the crisis. I think, uh, in all the panels, uh, tourism managed to um, come into the discussion expressing exactly that. Tourism is uh, well recognized for playing a key role in Greece's economic activity, job creation, and as a source of export revenue and domestic value added. It is a sector that links Greece to the global value chain. Uh, the, I think the first panel uh, discussed this in a negative term, that Greece is shielded from the uh, overall um, issues of, of a possible downturn, a global downturn, because it's not very much connected to the global value chains. Uh, tourism is the exception to that. Higher investment will power economic growth next year as the country recovers from a decade-long crisis, and a lot of that investment will and should uh, be in the tourism sector. Uh, our government, as well as broadening the tax, tax base, and uh, cutting taxes for businesses and increasing social spending for next year, a lot of the, those policies, uh, those business-friendly policies, will affect investment in tourism sector as it will affect, obviously, investment in any sector horizontally. Um, those policies will help spur growth, economic activity uh, will accelerate, helping to bridge the gap with the European Commission's growth um, projections of 2.2% versus the Greek government's 2.8%. Uh, we, as policymakers, consider tourism as a strategically important sector, a sector that can attract long-term foreign investment, create employment, and promote growth in the periphery, in the regions uh, throughout the country. Every one euro um, invested in the Greek tourism sector creates overall two and a half uh, euros of uh, GDP. More than two out of three, 69% uh, of investors, believe that the driving force behind growth in Greece in the coming years will be tourism, according to a new survey by the Greek Department of Ernst um, Young on the attractiveness of the country as an investment destination. In 2018, Greek tourism um, uh, was at an all-time high of 33.1 uh, million arrivals, an increase of uh, almost 10%. And 2019 will be, for Greek tourism, again, a high record year, albeit a year which has a modest increase in the number of arrivals, around 5% uh, is the projection, and a uh, um, uh, healthy increase in the revenues uh, of tourism, uh, perhaps around 15%. And this is the kind of model that we would like to sustain in the, year, in the years to come. Now, as the, the number of tourists 
that uh, come to Greece has uh, increased and uh, has doubled since uh, 2010 from 15 million to, uh, as I said, more than uh, 33 million. <coughs> and this year it's going to be even more. Uh, there's, been, there's been a lot of need for uh, investment in high quality hotel stock. Over the past uh, two years, a total of 3.8 billion has been invested in new hotel development and refurbishment, with uh, more than 40% of the total spending on four and five-star hotels, so in the highest uh, categories. Currently, there are 14 greenfield projects carried out by the private sector, which uh, target main uh, destinations, and a further 12 tourist projects have been included in the fast-track process. Of course, I'm talking about the biggest projects uh, that are currently in process. The total hotel investment needs are estimated at around 6.2 billion over a five-year uh, period and are split into 1 billion for construction of additional beds, 4.8 billion for capacity upgrade, and about half a billion for uh, maintenance. The most pro promising uh, investment strategy in terms of value potential appears to be the development of alternative destinations, especially the city of Athens, which is, uh, compared to other um, uh, big cities, underdeveloped in uh, tourism, Athens and Thessaloniki as well, and as well at the smaller islands. The increase in the number of tourists that we uh, that come to Greece has uh, uh, left the state of the national infrastructure um, uh, lacking uh, and is stressing the national infrastructure and as a result it, it's creating uh, business opportunities in investment in that infrastructure as well. Ports, marinas, roads are at the forefront of the needs that Greece uh, currently has. Additionally, there are tremendous investment opportunities in tourism real estate projects. The public real estate company manages um, a portfolio which includes 277 tourist properties all over Greece, characterized both by their histori historical and cultural value and by the natural beauty. This includes uh, 27 large plots in Attica for commercial use, seven marinas, th 31 emblematic and historic hotels, uh, Xenia hotels, 20 thermal spring facilities, uh, for example, the Caiaphas uh, thermal springs in the Peloponnese, one of them. Um, this is um, a pristine region which has a lot of potential uh, to be developed. Also, uh, the uh, company, the public real estate company, has uh, 12 camping areas, three ski centers and mountain leisures, six islets for residential and commercial development, 136 seaside land plots for tourism development in major tourism destinations, uh, etc., etc. So, as you see, there is a diverse and important portfolio that uh, can be, in the next uh, years, the years to come, can be uh, put into the market in order to ensure that um, um, healthy investment happens in the tourism sector and those opportunities are actually realized and don't not just remain uh, opportunities uh, on paper. Now, other uh, targets that we, um, we as the Ministry of uh, Tourism uh, do in order to support the Greek touristic product and ensure that there is a um, healthy demand for the offerings that um, those investment will create is to strengthening our market share in mature markets and of course the development and promotion of thematic tourism throughout the year. So this will 
ensure that we diversify our product portfolio, both in terms of quality, the types of products that we um, uh, support, and in terms of destination, the space throughout Greece, we need to ensure that every region has its fair share of tourism, and of course, throughout the year, 12 months of the year. So, city breaks and mice, silver tourism, cultural and archaeological tourism, um, with the abundance of the historical monuments all over the country, religious and pilgrimage tourism, uh, with a great number of monasteries, especially of the Byzantine area, uh, to visit, scuba diving, climbing, as, as well as uh, well-being tourism with the more than 150 thermal springs that are spread throughout the country. So in concluding, the future of tourism in industry in Greece looks very promising, mirroring the great potentials of the Greek economy or perhaps leading uh, those great potentials. The increasing trend of global tourism combi combined with the comparative advantage of the Greek tourism product provides an excellent opportunity for further development of the industry. While the Greek investment recovery supported by market-friendly policies acts as a guarantee of resilient macroeconomic and business performance and an undeniable invitation for more investment projects in the country. So we invite you all to tap the tourism investment opportunities in Greece. Tourism is and will remain a big economic force in Greece. Thank you very much for your attention. If I may ask you for a second round of applause because he gave a great presentation and he kept the time. So, thank you. And now I would kindly ask Mr. Bernitsas, Mr. Kosantakopoulos, uh, Andreas, all the other panelists, Alejandro, to, um, and Plato, please come to the podium. You take over. Whatever you like. I think it would be better to do from here, but whatever you like. You have the countdown clock. Okay. Great. Okay. Um, thank you very much. That's a great panel. And I think that Minister Harris O'Harris said almost everything. So uh, it's a good start, let's say, for the discussion in the panel. Uh, I'd like, first of all, to present very briefly uh, the, uh, the panel. Let me first uh, start with Alejandro Puertolas, who is the CEO of uh, the Hotel Investment Partners, of Hotel Investment Partners, which is the HIP a company uh, that is owned by Blackstone and which is the largest investor in, the, in hotels in Southern Europe. Uh, HIP has uh, recently acquired five hotels in Greece and we understand that this is just, uh, let's say, the first step. Uh, Plato or Plato Guinness uh, is the president and key member of the Schenner Hotels management team. Uh, he was, uh, he, uh, he is the CEO of 
the subsidiary of the company in Italy, and he was also instrumental in forming a partnership uh, with CS Hospitality in Athens, and they have already started managing uh, one or two hotels, and they understand again uh, that this is not going to be uh, the end of it. Achilles Kostantakopoulos, who's very well known uh, in the market, is the chairman of TMSSA, a company that developed the renowned hotel and golf complex, Costa Navarino, uh, um, and uh, uh, he's the chairman also of the company that uh, owns uh, uh, the Athens Hilton Hotel, which is a landmark hotel in Athens. Uh, and of course, uh, uh, he's an investor of long term, and his family is the second generation of investors in the tourist business. Andreas Tapradzis, uh, last but not least, is the CEO of Avis, uh, the leading car rental uh, company uh, in Greece, uh, with a brilliant career. I happened to, to know him for many years. He was in the public sector. He was um, uh, 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 the managing di uh, part, director of the privatization fund, uh, a very successful one. And now uh, he manages uh, Avis, Greece, and Cyprus, uh, which includes also part of the Balkans. So let me start with Alejandro, if uh, this is okay with you, Alejandro. Uh, and I want to ask you, why Greece, why now, and is it a strategic investment, or is it just you found an opportunity and you wanted to exploit? Well, first of all, I want to thank you uh, to, to invite me here. Normally, I don't talk about Greece, you know, I talk about out of Spain, you know, but I'm very proud to talk about Greece this time. And um, this is clear and a strategic movement. This is not an opportunistic movement. I mean, first of all, this is, a, I mean, in the world, we have a clear macro trend. You know, in 1990, we have around 400 million uh, tourists around the world. Right now, we have 1.3 million, billion, billion uh, tourists. And in, in 10 years, we're going to have around 2 billion. And if you analyze a little bit the world, you know, 50% or more, 51% goes to Europe, and 55% goes for leisure. So, I mean, this is a very clear macro trend, and obviously uh, Greece is a small country, but it's very big in terms of tourism. I mean, they have more than 30 million uh, visitors. Just to have an idea and a dimension, I mean, this is even bigger than the whole Caribbean. So, obviously, in a region uh, like Southern Europe, where we have 201 million visitors, uh, a country with more than 30 million visitors is a place that we have to be. So we analyzed carefully the market, we saw opportunities. I will explain later a little bit our business model, but what we are doing mainly is transforming hotels. We don't do hotels from scratch, we don't do greenfields. What we are doing is buying hotels, all of them in front of the sea, big hotels that need capex transformation, bring a new business model, reposition brands, etc. And I really think like it happens in, our con in, in Spain, here in Greece uh, exists a lot of opportunities to really upgrade uh, and bring new technologies uh, and create an, a lot of value through this transformation. So we are clearly uh, here, I mean, for buying much more. I mean, we bought five hotels, uh, but the idea is buying much more, and for us it's a clear strategic position. Great. On the same, on the same question, Plato? Uh, yeah, it's uh, being US-based. Uh, everybody hear us? Yeah. Yes? Okay. 
US-based company. We, we expanded in the Mediterranean about a decade ago with Italy, recently entered the Greek market and Cyprus. Okay, we view the market obviously as a very positive market. Uh, Greece as a brand is a good sell, you know, great reputation. Uh, the opportunities there, like Alexander mentioned, you know, there's a lot of uh, opportunity to reposition existing uh, real estate, existing properties, and really bring uh, the quality uh, hotels and operators into the country, which we see, that's where we see the opportunity. There are a few great uh, properties right now, but again, 30 million tourists, and that number probably will grow. Uh, we see the potential of, uh, you know, the higher-end uh, property, but also in the middle end uh, to see what will happen. Uh, interesting enough, from a uh, kind of forecasting point of view, uh, I call it, you know, viewing at it from this side of the world, the Thomas Cook phenomenon. You know, we, we see that as an opportunity uh, for the next three to five years. Uh, we're going to see, it's our prediction, we're going to see a vacuum maybe for the next summer or two. Uh, it's a business model that worked in few Mediterranean countries and you know everybody unfortunately uh, got burned. So replacing that type of a tourist, the all-inclusive uh, uh, tourist sector to a more modern uh, customer who shops online and uh, looks for brands, uh, that will take a couple of years to really get established in Greece. Uh, from our experience in the Caribbean, we see the same uh, phenomenon there with certain islands totally focused on, the, on that all-inclusive segment versus you know the high-end and med medium-end properties. Same thing will happen in Greece. Uh, you know the one issue uh, I think uh, uh, which uh, has to be discussed and talked about is the. Uh, infrastructure more from the human element. Uh, we see the need for uh, the younger generation to enter our industry, which is very promising. Uh, the lack of uh, higher education, especially after high school, to train uh, the younger generation to enter to our industry is immense. Uh, we have started a couple of scholarship uh, programs here in the U.S. where we invite, you know, uh, uh, Greek nationals to come study in the hotel management field in the U.S. so they can go back and really uh, perform in, in great standards uh, in our hotels. So it's, uh, it's one issue, you know, the growth, kind of the euphoria of the 30-plus million tourism. You know, the, one of our concerns is the uh, lack of that human infrastructure, the training. And, uh, you know, we see that, again, as an opportunity, both uh, socioeconomic op opportunity for the younger generation in Greece. Well, thank you very much. This question would be redundant for Achilles because they are already so much committed, uh, let's say, in, in the industry and in the tourist section. I would like to ask what the strategy would be for the future of, uh, let's say, his group, uh, his group. Thank you, Mr. Brinza. Thank you also for the kind invitation in this event today. Uh, yeah, we, we have started Costa Navarino about 10 years ago, which is actually a new tourism destination in the Mediterranean. It's a multiple of integrated resorts. Until now, we have invested about 650 million euros 
And last summer, uh, we started the new phase, which is another uh, 250 million euros. The total investments in the region will be about 2.2 billion, but that includes also a lot of residences as well. So it's not only hotel, we also have integrated resorts with residences and other facilities, golf courses. We already have the longest season in Greece. We operate for about 10 months a year, and we really try to expand a year-round uh, outside the Athens area. We definitely see a lot of potential in the Peloponnese. Kalamata Airport is the fastest growing airport in Greece by far and one of the fastest growing in Europe. But at the same time, it's a place which is easily accessible from Athens. So if I may say, it's one of the last parts of Europe which is at the same time unspoiled but yet easily accessible. So we really feel a lot of, a lot of traction there. And now that, uh, you know, the last uh, six months, uh, uh, things have been a bit more normalized. We see a, a, a huge amount of interest and actual transactions in second homes and residences in our uh, integrated resorts, which is a market that has not been, uh, uh, let's say, uh, uh, ongoing in Greece. If you see our other Mediterranean countries, uh, the, the amount of second homes uh, uh, visitors versus the, the transit guest visitor it's almost 50-50. In Greece, there are very, very small amount of people from Europe or other parts of the world who have a second home there, and that can create a huge, a huge benefit and also expand the season. Um, also, we see a lot of uh, potential in, 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 in Athens and the Attica Peninsula. Uh, we have uh, indeed uh, uh, invested at the landmark property in the center of Athens. We also got a, a, a beach location in, in Vula, which we want to upgrade and develop into a new destination. Um, Mr. Vasilakis, unfortunately, is not here, but wearing my, my hat as a, a, a shareholder and a board member also of, of Aegean Airlines, we, last year we, we uh, ordered uh, $6 billion worth of new airplanes, and I think the main focus is also growing the Attica region. If one considers that Greece has 10.5 million inhabitants and third, more than 30 million visitors. Athens has 4 million inhabitants and uh, around 6 million visitors. So there's a huge, huge potential growth uh, for, for Africa and Greece. So if you ask me where's the next big thing, I would say Athens, and especially with the Linicon project that Odyssey has explained very well before, it will transform uh, the, the uh, Athens area and the Attica Peninsula. Thank you very much. Uh, I'd like to ask Andreas, of course, uh, uh, there is a correlation between the expansion and the growth of the tourist business and the car, rent-a-car business and leasing of cars. Uh, could you I'll expand a little bit on that and then we come back to the, to the seasonal issues and the additional services that could be offered by the various hotel resorts? Thank you, Mr. Bernices, and thank you for the invitation. <clears throat> we all agree that tourism is um, the prime product for Greece. It was a driver of growth um, for the past uh, months, and it was, uh, as the minister said, uh, the only sector of the economy that um, uh, endured during the crisis. Um, as Mr. Kosadakopoulos said, um, Tourism is a product that needs to be diversified in Greece and uh, reach other sectors too. Uh, he spoke about Aegean with transportation. He spoke about Athens 
And apparently, uh, we start to realize that tourism is involving a very big, vast ecosystem of other sectors that all need to work uh, in harmony in order to produce an, uh, a competitive tourist product. For uh, Athens, for instance, to be a competitive destination, a city break destination, it needs to offer to the visitor a wide variety of uh, services, including transportation, including uh, modern platforms uh, of uh, mobility, micro-mobility, um, all sorts of mobility, which uh, gives a new window of opportunity to invest in these uh, areas. For instance, having services like uh, connecting the city with the airport with a car sharing service or electric cars, imagine what it could do for uh, the infrastructure of Athens. For every car shared car, you can withdraw at least 20 cars from the circulation. So uh, developing a network of 500 or 1,000 uh, cars for car sharing, as Avis is planning to do, for instance, in Athens, that could uh, reduce and uh, relieve the center of Athens of huge traffic and make the city a much better destination for, uh, for visitors. That's one only example of uh, how car sharing and other um, companies like us introduced. Just to give you some statistics, out of the 33 million uh, tourists, at least 30% of them are exposed uh, to car um, uh, rental services. It's a huge number. So uh, in order to have a happy tourist or a happy visitor, it's not enough to offer a good hotel or a nice destination like Costa Navarino or nice food or the culture, which is great, or the civilization, which is fantastic. But you need to be very competitive across the full chain uh, of services that uh, com combinedly create uh, the so-called tourism product. So I think uh, Avis, as many other companies of um, uh, similar or different um, uh, orientation, contribute to uh, what we call tourism in Greece. Thank you very much for that. And this uh, brings us to our next uh, question and to an issue uh, which um, uh, which is very important, what, uh, and was mentioned by the minister, what can uh, the, the sector do in order, uh, let's say, to become more attractive, to offer additional services, to expand the tourist period, and, al and also to attract high-end tourists in Greece? Uh, should we start with Achilles? The other way. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you for starting with me with the most difficult question. Uh, <laughs> well, if, if, again, I, I, like, I like numbers. Um, uh, Alejandro was talking before about Spain. You know, if you take the coastline of Greece, the, it's more than Spain, Portugal, and Italy all together. So we definitely have a lot of space to, to grow. Uh, I think only 2.5% of our coastline is tourist, touristical, touristically developed. So imagine if we go to three and a half percent, how much that uh, would bring, you know, could bring another 20 million uh, uh, um, uh, visitors. Of course, the important, as the minister said, and it's great to hear for the first time the minister not saying how many arrivals we have, but how much actually money they have spent, because that's the, the important thing. And, and uh, we, we definitely see uh, 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 more and more higher-end uh, infrastructure and, uh, and projects being developed. Now, things that can happen to help that is uh, the new strategic uh, plan for tourism, because tourism is an industry that affects all the different ministries in Greece. 
it affects town planning, it affects uh, finance, it affects uh, 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 the Ministry of Culture, everything. So the fact that uh, there has been an initiative of uh, creation of a new strategic plan for tourism, which will involve all the ministries and all the stakeholders, which will be, a, let's say, the, a Bible, a guideline of how to do things in the future uh, and, and implement and, and, and create new legal framework to help develop in that, I think that's a very important point. And uh, it looks like this is happening. So that could be very helpful for, yeah. for our future growth uh, in that sector. Alejandro, how do you feel about the expansion of the season in Greece and the attraction of high-end tourists? What I think is very important at the end is to improve the hotels. Uh, at the, and this is very obvious, you know, I mean, when, when the minister was talking about uh, five billion uh, in potential improvement or capex improvement in, in the hotels, I 100% agree that is, is the way uh, to bring not only quality to do five-star hotels. You know, we have to do four-star hotels better, five-star five hotels, but at the end to improve and to enhance the total experience of the guest. I really think that in, in Greece happens something very similar than in Spain. You know, I mean, at the end, we have very good hotels, but very good locations, I mean, but the hotels are, I mean, most of them are underinvested and undermanaged, and they need improvement in that aspect. I'm 100% agree that the most important thing is not the number of people that is arriving to a country, I mean, we had some problems, you know, in Spain for being too much, I mean, in certain islands, and I think it's also a problem of quality. So um, we need more investments. We need more CAPEX. And to bring uh, five billion on CAPEX uh, improvement is something that is, is tough. I, I mean, um, because obviously what happened in Greece um, is that today um, the lesser hotels are not an institutional asset class yet. I mean, um, in Spain it happens that 15 years ago, no one wanted to invest in hotels apart from, apart from Barcelona and Madrid, that's all. I mean, not even Mallorca or Ibiza or in Marbella and Canary Islands. Um, but I, I really think that uh, with the actual government, with the trust, with the strategy that they have, um, what I can foresee is that in, in, in obviously it takes time, but Blackstone investing in Hania in Crete or in Thakintos is something weird. I mean, it's something that 10 years ago, or even two years ago, it was very difficult to happen. And I really think that the lesser asset class will become, I mean, an institutional asset class. People will invest more in lesser hotels. This is a clear macro trend. And if they are able, the actual government, you know, I mean, to attract investments, to become an asset class, this type of assets, I'm sure that the hotels will be improved and the whole quality of the tourists will be improved too in the short term. Thank you very much. What do you think, Plato, yeah, I think, uh, uh, about that? I understand that you are mostly in the management of hotels and uh, mostly in cities, or am I wrong? What would be your view on this issue? Uh, you know, again, we're both in resorts and, business, and business hotels. But again, what I said before, Greece has a great brand. It sells uh, great, great reputation, you know, uh, especially from this part of the world. So I think number one priority is maintain the good brand, safety, security. I mean, let's don't forget what happened to our neighbor in the East. You know, it takes two, three bad incidences and that could affect uh, tourism, you know, by minus 20, 30%. So maintaining that. 
Uh, we all talk about and have been talking about the seasonality, 12-month uh, season. Again, uh, the, the practical solution is airlift. It's all about airlift. Uh, you know, direct flights should be there 12 months out of the year, not six months. Uh, people need to fly into Greece, you know, make it easy, not only in Athens, but the other major entry points. And uh, again, from, uh, uh, you know, I think that those are the basic needs uh, in order to maintain, uh, you know, uh, the growth. And, uh, you know, it's a very welcoming comments from, uh, you know, the existing government that they're focusing, but now is implementing it, uh, making it easy, and, uh, you know, maintaining the quality of uh, tourists. Uh, as a personal wish recommendation, again, uh, the big enemy, which nobody's talking about, is Airbnb and uh, the cruise ships. Uh, I hope the government stays vigilant. You know, uh, Airbnb is a global problem. It's not only a Greek problem. Uh, it's uh, a problem in this city, in this nation, but also in Greece. You know, it's not the right tourist vehicle, and it's kind of our biggest competitor in the hotel industry. And the second point, too, is, uh, you know, the cruise ships, which is a positive uh, vehicle to introduce the country. But again, if uh, out of the 30 million tourists, you know, you include the tourist uh, in a cruise ship, if you stay... 10 hours in Athens and six hours in Santorini, uh, we don't count that as a produ productive economic impact to the Greek economy. So uh, regulating or constraining, you know, uh, this type of uh, uh, vehicles would be positive. Again, focus more on the quality, not the quantity, you know, maintain at 30, 30 plus. But what Hilea said here is it's, it's measure on expenditure of the tourist. Thank you very much. From your point of view, Andreas, yeah. uh, what do you think? Do you think that the existing infrastructure is something that uh, promotes, let's say, the, <laughs> the, the, your well, market and the rent-a-car market, etc.? Uh, th thank, thank you, Notice. Um, I think what, I mean, when we talk about diversifying uh, tourism and expand uh, the period, etc., we need of course, apparently, it's uh, straightforward and with better hotels, uh, most luxury hotels, and investment in hoteling is uh, very much needed. However, uh, I wouldn't say that Airbnb or uh, these sort of uh, sharing platforms could be in danger for, for the tourism itself. It could be uh, an additional competition for uh, hotels, apparently, as Uber is for car sharing companies. But uh, we need to take that into consideration, especially for the policymakers. So sharing platforms uh, are there, as sharing experiences are there. And we need to be very careful when we design a different uh, product. For instance, why someone uh, should select Greece for winter vacations, when at the same time he has Switzerland or France or Austria, or I don't know, even Bulgaria. So you need to develop that product, and that product is not only uh, hotels, uh, it's not culture, it's uh, not food, which is good, uh, apparently, and we have a leverage there. We need also to develop thematic uh, uh, investments, and that is where the country comes in, or the minister already said. We, are, uh, we have a, a wealth of uh, spas and uh, this kind of results, but none of them are really uh, growing in Greece. Instead, uh, there are other areas in Europe that without even having the natural resources that Greece has, 
they, they have a competitive edge against us in this specific location. So what I'm saying is we, we need, um, as, as the government and the minister said, we need to specify and launch specific products. I can't imagine, Mr. Kostadokopoulos said, and rightly, that Greece is among the countries, I mean, we are 11th country in the coastline uh, measurement, very close, even higher than China. It's huge. However, in the marina area, we're the bottom in the Europe, and uh, we are, have other countries leading us in the marina area, which is really crazy. So, what we should do there? The privatization fund said that we have marinas to sell. I was there for, I don't know, some years ago, maybe seven years ago. Still, this is something we need to do as AP. And um, as for transportation, I said before, we operate complementarily. We offer, we can offer innovation, so an average visitor in Greece can experience the same experience he can experience in France, Germany, or US, so he feels like home and he can enjoy and he can develop better experience for the country. Well, thank you very much. Uh, with regard to the Airbnb, I understand that the government is going to regulate this market and there are going to be, let's say, strict provisions. Of course, you know, in a country like Greece, sometimes these strict, strict provisions take time to implement, but this is, let's say, the general trend. I would like to come to another issue, which is a little bit related. There is an increase in secondary homes, in, in the purchase of secondary homes in Greece, and there are also um, uh, specific uh, places whereby, uh, uh, let's say, this, uh, this, develops, this development of the secondary homes uh, is something that uh, gives a lot of power to the local communities. Do you think that this is something that could be, could be an adapt, could be a value-added uh, issue for the main touristic business? Uh, should we start with uh, Alejandro again? My opinion at the end, um, first of all, when we talk about um, home building um, and, and development uh, in that aspect, I think that Normally, normally, um, if it um, is managed in the proper way, it helps. You know, I mean, we were talking about Airbnbs, and 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 my my humble opinion is that at the end, what is very important in one hotel, you know, is to bring the experience and the quality up. Uh, um, if you are able to bring experience up, obviously you have to be worried about uh, Airbnb, but much much less. You know, I mean, if you have one hotel that 99% is tour operated with Thomas Cook, not anymore in the market, with Tui or Jet2, I mean, and it's a pure uh, commodity in terms of price, then you have a problem, you know? So what is very important, uh, again, you know, is to, to really understand what you are doing in terms of experience, to, in, to implement uh, the right strategy to enhance uh, the whole thing. And then my, my personal opinion is that uh, home building and, and Airbnb is less important, you know? I mean, in my, I understand that for many hotel operators, I mean, uh, they have some problems here uh, because they believe, um, well, it's not belief, I mean, it's, it's real that they don't play uh, with the same uh, weapons in that aspect. But uh, my personal opinion, again, you know, is that what is very important in the, in the, in the hotels to think less in pricing, uh, to think more in a more sustainable competitive advantage, and, uh, and this is my opinion here. Mm -hmm. 
Thank you very much. But uh, Achilles, I understand that the development of new hotels uh, is always accompanied with the development of villas which are sold to individuals. And this is a trend that is growing all over Europe, to the best of my understanding. Is that correct? Well, f first of all, I would like to agree with what everybody said before, is that tourism is a, it's an overall experience. So it's not only about the hotel, or it's about everything that uh, the customer comes in, in, in place with. And that's the most important thing, is to create experiences that people are willing to come and, and consume. Uh, for the extension of the season, again, it depends what can you offer you know, on the shoulder part. The, 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 the good thing I think that the homeowner brings in, in expanding the season is because he has invested in that, he wants to come more often. Uh, Plato before said about airlift, you know, as I said before, wearing again my GN Airlines hat, airlift is there to also accommodate demand, right? Of course, there is sometimes, if you build it, they will come, as the famous movie said, but you need to have a critical mass to start with. And when you have, you know, uh, places like Mallorca or, or other places in Spain where you have a, a very strong uh, European population of homeowners that create demand over the weekend or, uh, you know, long weekends over the, sh the, the shoulder in the winter season, this helps also hotels actually take advantage of that demand for, for airlift to be operational and they create. So it's a little bit the chicken makes the egg or the other one. The, the, th the thing that the, the trend now is in many other new uh, resort and hotel developments is as a cooperation between uh, homeowners and, and uh, transit guests. So there has, a, there has been a very new uh, and very well done legislation in Greece called uh, in Greek Integrated Tourism Resorts, where buyers can, 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 can buy a, a, a component of the hotel, which he uses for a few weeks per year, and then uh, the hotel takes it back into their, into their uh, normal uh, hotel inventory and rents the hotel. So it's, it's instead of having like a partner in the company shares, you have a partner in the assets. And this is very well done and there are also discussions about using systems like they have in Austria, for example, to actually incentivize those buyers by giving back the construction VAT which because that entity produces VAT. So it's, it's a very well-structured financial way to help develop or redevelop hotels because this law actually for the redevelopment hotels is even easier. So it's a definitely a way of, uh, because our development law in Greece, as you know now, are focusing on smaller companies like everything else in Europe. So the uh, subsidies are very, very low for smaller projects. So those kind of structured financing products are very good to help redeveloped hotels. Mm -hmm. So I think that there is definitely a link between uh, those two uh, experiences, if I may say. Okay, Plato, what's your... Yeah, I, I want to make uh, something, I want to clarify something, you know, second homes and home development in resorts is a very positive, it's, the, it's a trend, it has nothing to do with Airbnb, there are two separate issues. Uh, we're involved in a couple of projects in the US, Caribbean and in Greece where uh, more specifically with Marriott branded properties where next to the resort we are building uh, the villas where uh, a homeowner can purchase that as a second home and when they don't occupy uh, their property, uh, 
that goes back to the hotel inventory. It's, it's being done through the Marriott Home and Villas program. So, but that's an organized fashion. It has a brand. It has a quality. Uh, my comment before about Airbnb is it's all about you know bringing everything on an equal competition. You know, let them meet the same uh, safety standards, uh, security standards, and pay the taxes we pay. You know, that's 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 the whole difference. It's a, it's a tool, it's a vehicle, it's an online agency versus a homeowner. I think from an economic development, macroeconomically, uh, you know, Greece is maybe the premier, one of the premier markets, like in Spain, to have a second home, you know, for year round, it's a positive um, e e economic opportunity, which has to be taken advantage, especially more in the south, where, you know, the weather is much better. So, I see that as a very positive opportunity and it's a complementary use to any hospitality project. Mm -hmm. Seeing uh, now what is happening with Athens and partly to Thessaloniki, which becomes a destination for long weekends, etc., do you think, do, does the uh, panel think uh, uh, that uh, this is a sustainable growth? Or is there a risk that this becomes something like uh, like a bubble? What would you think, Andrea? Well, I think that we were way ahead from uh, behind before a bubble comes in the picture. Uh, given that for uh, almost a decade, prices were uh, pushed down and uh, the economy needs uh, to, to, to run a lot of miles be before with its uh, pre-crisis levels. Um, I believe that it's, it's a trend, it's a given trend. I mean, the minister already said it, that um, Athens is a city break destination now. We see that, uh, which is great not only for the touristic market, meaning hotels and uh, food, etc., but also for uh, shopping malls, uh, for people that uh, live from other um, uh, revenues. They, they create a demand, and which actually complement the previous question you said, I mean, uh, having Greece as a second home destination which is great. I mean, we already have attracted some thousands foreigners be be before because of the golden visa uh, promotion. Yes. And the non-DOM provisions that are exactly. to enter into force. Of course. Uh, but in order to make Greece a destination for a second home for retirees or pensioners, we need uh, other complementary infrastructure at the very top level, including I mean, mainly health infrastructure. For instance, we know that Peloponnese already hosts uh, thousands of uh, German citizens, as I don't know if you know that. They live there uh, most of the year. So in order to create more traffic there, in order to sustain uh, this growth, uh, we need to invest in uh, more infrastructure. Now, coming back to Athens yes. and uh, Thessaloniki. Um, as I said, I believe uh, this is something we need to promote, we need to uh, further develop, and uh, we need to see it holistically uh, including the whole ecosystem that generates and creates the okay. tourism product, including transportations, including other services that are very uh, critical for the full experience mm -hmm. of the visitors. Thank you very much. Um, Alejandro, do you think that um, the fact that Athens and Thessaloniki have become a destination is something that is sustainable for the future? I, to, to be very honest, you know, we are more focus on invest, investing in lesser hotels than urban, 90% 90, 90 of what we have lesser. But um, analyzing the market, our view is clearly is not a bubble. I mean, uh, this, is a city, this is a clear city break. Again, you know, I mean, uh, 
I think it's very important to find new destinations around the world. It's tough uh, to, find, to do new things, and, and the, the activities and experience that Athens can bring to the, the tourists are huge, you know, so I don't, I don't believe, you know, it's, it's, it's about that okay. at all. Thank you. Plato? I think, I mean, Athens is obviously the hub, and, you know, the more hubs you have, uh, it's more positive for the industry. Uh, and the country, and again, uh, you know, something that's not mentioned, which uh, has a lot of attraction, at least on on the American market, is the whole uh, culinary uh, reputation and experience, and that opens up, you know, a lot of new doors and opportunities. You know, a simple, you know, and again, having properties in Italy where we they're much better organized on the culinary aspect, but is it the Greek olive oil? Is it, you know, the Greek wines? You know, all that combines to a better infrastructure for hospitality, and that fills up the void for the lower season. So I think, you know, having big exhibitions or events, you know, in the major cities and Athens and Thessaloniki, you know, it's a positive because by them filling up, that's going to feed the secondary markets, especially in the low season. Uh, and again, I'm going back to, to the airlift point I'm making again. You know, I was really excited, for example, last year, you kind of uh, follow what Norwegian Air is doing, you know. It's kind of like looking at the stock market. You know, if they add a flight for three, $500 from New York to Athens, that opens up doors for hopefully thousands of more people that otherwise wouldn't go to Greece. So again, that if that becomes season long, you know, it's, uh, you know, we're talking about events. There are so many advantages Greece, Greece has, but they haven't been marketed the right way, so the opportunity is there. So I see every, every step is a good, good step, you know, it's progress. Thank you very much. And uh, he lands on the issue of sustainability of the growth of tourist operations in cities like Athens and Thessaloniki? Well, you know, there is definitely a trend now in Athens, and we all know that trends don't last forever, so theoretically at some point, you know, there will be a slowdown. Uh, having said that, though, I think that Athens and the Attica Peninsula, as I said before, is, is going today, is, is, is perceived as a city destination. I think it's going to move also into the perception as a resort destination because the quality of the beachfront of the Attica Peninsula is, is, is as good as, you know, any other island, right? So we have fantastic beaches and fantastic place you can go. And at the same time, it has very islands very close by so you can have city escapes and city trips. So I think that we will move into a, a, a longer stay uh, uh, trend in Athens as well. And again, sorry, I have to quote numbers again. Crete is an island which about, has about 500,000 inhabitants. And in August, Crete airports have more traffic than Athens airport. It doesn't make sense, you know. At some point, there will be, there's, there's gonna be a, a, a much bigger growth in, in Athens. The, if you ask me one challenge I see for Athens and Greece in the future, one may say because of uh, the sustainability and uh, the, this trend about not flying to places, you know, Athens, Greece is a destination which is mainly serviced by airlift from Europe, although uh, other countries like Spain and Portugal and Italy can have also car access. And that's something that our government has to make sure that, you know, we are not let's say, not correctly uh, um, 
How can I make that politically correctly? N not uh, unfairly judged, you know, versus the other northern European countries when they talk about now uh, the, the different, uh, um, you know, uh, carbon footprint uh, emissions and all that. It, it's an important part, you know, for, for our sustainability and for, for future growth in tourism. Thank you very much. I think we are, uh, our time is up. Thank you very much for Thank this. You.